0: Given all the circumstances, given everything that's happened, and no matter what you believe, Brandon Miller put on one of the more famous Alabama basketball performances in history last night.
1: Locked on Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey everybody, and welcome back into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson as me, Jimmy Stein as him, Jimmy Brandon Miller has been the uh the 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 talk of the town, the state, the country, the world, um for some mostly all the wrong reasons, uh mostly some unfounded reasons. Um but regardless of whatever you think, let's Let's initially talk about his performance last night, which frankly, again, if if you believe that Brandon Miller literally had something to do with this senseless tragedy, I understand nothing I say, nothing Jimmy says, nothing Brandon Miller does at this point is probably going to change your mind. I understand that. He's in the court of public opinion, and that's a very difficult thing to appeal to, or, or to win an appeal with. Right. But at the very least, I think everybody can admit that um, Brendan Miller has been dealing with a lot. Uh, there, you know, no matter if you think he's completely innocent and he's got all this angst piled on him, or you think that he's guilty to some degree and he's dealing with the guilt, whatever you think, the mental toughness to come through and play the way he did last night it is is unbelievable again take out whatever you believe that performance last night was nothing short of iconic
1: that's right uh, i looked at i mean there's only six times I, I mean i think it's the single greatest performance in alabama basketball history i do uh, and and and, and I, I think it's no contest really only six times in the history of alabama basketball has a player out of Alabama scored more than 41 points, only six times. Uh, the most recent time, more than 41, was Reggie King in 1978, scored 43 against Virginia and Birmingham. Um, I bet, I don't know, I was eight years old and I was not there and I didn't see that game, uh, and I don't know all the circumstances around it, but I'm pretty sure, I'm guessing, that the week that Reggie King scored 43 against Virginia – Uh, He was not the subject of uh, of attack columns, uh, the subject of news stories on the Today Show and Good Morning America and CNN and Fox and everything in between. Uh, I imagine it was just a normal old normal college week for old old Reggie King in 1978 before he scored 43 on Virginia Uh, for Brandon to score 41 in a conference road game. While dealing with so much, I believe it negatively affected the team, maybe even the coach. But for Brandon to shrug that off and play the game of his career uh, is just, it, 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 it's stunning. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. It, 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 it's crazy. It's, it's, it just shows what level of start is, is going to be uh, in the NBA. Uh, and what a story is now. He's, he he proved last night, as if he needed more proof. Uh, he emphatically proved he's the best player in college basketball.
0: I, again, I totally agree, um, and I can't help. <laughs> it, it's so weird um, because I I firmly believe you know it. It's happened to us a couple times in a row. We put out a podcast, and then some more news breaks. Uh, but th- this time, it was his lawyer coming out with a statement. And frankly, I think a lot of people owe Brandon Miller an apology. Assuming you believe what he said, and I do believe it because he, he's like, look, if, first of all, if this lawyer puts that out and that's not what happened, I would think that lawyer would be in some trouble.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, Correct? What, would happen, what would happen is you, you, if, if you put facts out there that the DA's office doesn't believe are facts, you put your client right back in the crosshairs.
0: I mean, gotcha. the DA... But
1: DA and Tuscaloosa have already said, Hey, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not charging Brandon. He's not a suspect here. And then if your, your lawyer comes out there and puts out the story that the DA's office knows is isn't true. Now your clients right back in the crosshairs because they're like, why are they lying? Maybe okay. there's more to this and we should look, we should look into this. Uh, but, but no, the fact of the matter is Brandon's story is supported not only by his lawyer statement, but by video evidence supplied by Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: Which, which thankful thankfully Brandon had a dash cam. I mean, I, I don't know why. I mean, I think that's just something some people do now. I know a lot of Uber drivers and Lyft drivers do it or delivery drivers or whatever. I guess it's just something people do now, record stuff while they're driving. I don't know. But um and there's still some there's still some questions. I mean, I, I get all that. But I would think the amount of vitriol, at the very least, people should say, Okay, came down a little hard on him. Um But they're not doing that. I mean, guys like Dick Vitale, guys like Clay Travis, guys like Gary Parrish are piling on him as if he literally pulled the trigger in this situation. And and something about that has got to bother somebody. Um, You know, and here's the thing. When you present the facts to these people and they contradict their own narrative, the next thing you see is more buts than a busy proctologist because they're like, oh, but, you know, because the narrative is all switched at first is he's a murderer. Well, then he's an accessory to murder. Well, then he's an accessory to the accessory. Well then he just delivered the weapon that ultimately killed a woman. Well, he shouldn't be out that late. I mean, this is what we've come to. See, they've already deemed him completely guilty and complicit in this senseless tragedy so right. they have to change it any which way they can to make sure it still fits in that narrative. And it's fair to say, regardless, let's talk about that in the second segment. I don't want to get too far off track because I do want to keep, I do want to get put, leave this first segment on saying, first of all, I apologize. Cause I said that what Brandon Miller did in yesterday's podcast wasn't criminally, but maybe criminally stupid at the time, I believed he saw it about getting the gun and then after upon that text. That's apparently not what happened. And that's my fault for assuming it. And I apologize for that. That's that's screwed up. I would love to see more people apologize for things like that, but they won't. they, They should be people apologizing for saying things like he purposefully blocked the victim's car in. That didn't happen either, apparently. So people should apologize for that, but they won't. Now, what I want to really say is, and here's, Brandon Miller had all the reason in the world to check out mentally. To check out, be like, I'm. I mean, we're not Jimmy. It. I told you before we started this. I'm mentally exhausted from it. Just the 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 amount. First of all, that the Alabama fans defending him tooth and nail, um, no matter what is being said, and and not recognizing the senseless tragedy is too much. But the people attacking Brandon Miller personally, as if he is also too much. And so I was thinking, God, I don't know how in the world this man is going to go out here and play basketball tonight. Well, what really happened, the, the rest of the team, maybe with the slight exception of Charles Bediaco at times, the rest of the team seemed to check out. And I get it because they're mostly young and they're having to deal with this too. And they're, they're wondering what's going to happen to their friend, to their teammate, to the star of the team. They're wondering, you know, is the season down the drain? I get it. I understand it. But Brandon Miller didn't. Man, he was so mentally tough. It, it's, again, believe what you want to about him at the very least, say that dude, that dude's got him some mental fortitude, you know?
1: Yeah. Unreal. I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, I, I, Brandon could have left the team, you know, Brandon said, you know what? I'm a distraction. I, 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 I don't like, I'm uncomfortable with this. He could have just driven home to Antioch, Tennessee and gone to his parents' house and, and worked out and got a private trainer and said, I, I'm just going to, do the NBA draft, and I, I don't, I don't want to be there anymore. Instead, he puts the whole team on his shoulders last night with with, with oh, Brandon not playing the game of his life. Alabama for the second year in a row loses to the worst team in the league, uh, blown I, out, I, blown out, Jimmy.
0: They'd yeah, be blown I, out.
1: I, and, and in my my opinion, uh, is that the team? You know, you can call it a distraction. I think it's much bigger than a distraction. It's not normal for a college basketball team to be discussed in a negative light by every major news network all week or for the last two or three days. Uh, That's not normal for these kids to deal with. It's not normal for Nate Oates to deal with. And and I'm not blaming coach Oates for last night in any way. I get it. I, I think coach Oates was overwhelmed, overwhelmed by the magnitude and size of this story.
0: Uh, Let's talk about that in this next segment. Let me tell everybody about FanDuel. The Midway Point NBA season is here. Lots of things to bet on. The NBA season is heating up. Um, New customers get that no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So go check out fanduel.com slash locked on, fanduel.com slash locked on. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same game parlay. So you can like in one game, you can have several different things and and try and load up here. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Go check them out. The app is so easy, so easy to use. Uh, make every moment more with FanDuel, which is an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the NFL. They'll have everything you want to bet on there at FanDuel.com slash locked on, FanDuel.com slash locked on. Also, if you kind of want to get your mat on and you're an Alabama fan, go check out Locked On College Basketball because uh, I haven't listened the last couple of days, but my understanding is they have not been too kind to the University of Alabama and Brandon Miller and Nate Oates. But, you know, some people like to listen and, and get – their ire up. So go check out Locked On College Basketball. All right, Jimmy, let's do talk. uh, First of all, I I mean, we could talk about what this means for the – I mean, look, I don't think the season would have been lost if we had lost to South Carolina last night. I would say it would – I would have a hard time believing we'd end up winning the conference, you know. But as it stands, here's my hope, that the team rallies behind Brandon Miller's performance last night and they sort of match his energy, especially for these next two home games. You win these next two home games, you at least tie for the conference title. There, there it is. Um, let's do talk about Nate Oates here, because I'm with you. I think you used a great terminology. He seemed overwhelmed. Again, you know, he's been getting eviscerated. I've listened to um, a, a lot of folks say. And there have even been some who have come to Brandon Miller's defense and gone, look, I'm I'm sort of fine with Brandon Miller, whatever. but." Um, Nate Oates has sort of let everybody down. I don't know about letting people down, because I'll say this we again, just like Brandon Miller with the mental fortitude. I think you gotta give Nate Oates it, if you disagree or if you're were mildly disgusted or vehemently disgusted. Is that a word? Is that a thing? Yes. Vehemently disgusted? Very yes. disgusted. That's, um, that's
1: very, that's very, very by his
0: um wrong place, wrong time take, which by the way, we we have said the whole time that was a really bad
1: way to frame this. A bad, bad, bad choice of words, especially for NATO. He has come so, out twice, he knows twice and he apologized. He's apologized. Yeah, he's come out twice and
0: apologized. Yeah. So we always ask people to be accountable. So when they are accountable, I think we need to learn, okay, I mean, it hurt. It wasn't good. And I'll tell you, I read an article today on AL.com by Jeff Goodman who is a uh, very anti-Brandon Miller play in anything, probably wants Nate Oates fired, Greg Byrne fired, the university burned down. Um, he interviewed some of the family members of Jamia Harris. And boy, I mean, I hurt for him. I swear when you read the article, you can't help but hurt for him. Now, Goodman does come at it with his biased slant for sure. And you can tell he's directing the narrative, but I hurt for that family because one thing that uh, one of the family members said was when Nate Oates said wrong place, wrong time, that cut me deep because I think the only person who was wrong place, wrong time was Jamia Harris. And that is a very fair way to feel. And if I were a family member of hers, guess what? I would want, I would want scorched earth. I'd be so mad at everybody, at Brandon Miller included, despite whatever innocence is proclaimed or proven, I would be mad. So it's just a horrible situation, and I understand everybody's, um, you know, out to 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 try and uh, take out anybody even on the periphery of this thing. I get that, um, but that's why what I've been hoping is this will eventually begin to subside somewhat. And the, because here's what the other thing: while Brandon Miller's taking all this heat, nobody said some, nobody said anything. Hey, I'm I'm just glad Darius Miles and and uh, is his name Michael Davis. I'm glad they're both behind bars already. Nobody's even made mention. They're the, I mean Miles didn't even pull the trigger, by the way. The other guy did, and and nobody's mentioned him again because he's he's not famous. Um, but we, I think you can simultaneously have heartfelt condolences for the Harris family and just be, I mean, heartbroken for them. And I am. I mean, I'm I'm. I can't imagine if that were my daughter, I'd, I'd be devastated. Um, And simultaneously understand that Brandon Miller was in a, um yeah, if you want to say he was out too late, okay, that's fair. I go to bed at eight o'clock. I agree with you. He was out too late. Um, <laughs> but other than that, he didn't do a whole lot. He did not serve the, the weapon up on a silver platter. He didn't do any of that. Um he, I, I'm not going to use the wrong place, wrong time thing, because I know that's wrong. But I'm going to say it was um, just just everything about it was bad. I don't know what else to say. And uh, But I don't know that necessarily he deserves punishment for it.
1: Yeah, one tricky part about punishment, and uh, that's been brought up by a couple of people, I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> First of all, it's a university matter. It's not a basketball matter. I think anyone out there that says Nate Oates is just playing this guy because he wants to win, this isn't a Nate Oates decision. That's not how universities work. This is the University of Alabama. It's not the University of Alabama basketball. It's it's the University of Alabama. The decision to punish Brandon or for Brandon to play or not suspend, this all comes from the University of Alabama president's office in consultation with Greg Byrne, the athletics director, Alabama's lawyers, Alabama's PR people. They come together. They make the decision. It's not Nate Oates. Some things get removed from even Nick Saban. You know, some things are university matters and this is a university matter. This is not a basketball matter. That's one thing. Secondly, okay, now you're deciding what to do about Brandon. Well, look, some people say he should be suspended. Jamia Harris is, is dead as, as a result of what happened, as a result of the incident, she's dead. A young mother has died. How are you going to suspend someone for two or three games, isn't that the same punishment you give when a player is late for meetings or doesn't go to class or talk back to a coach? How are you given the same punishment for that? I mean, if you believe Brandon is culpable to the point he should be punished by Alabama, there's punishment, which is you can't play basketball here anymore. You can't go to school here anymore. There's no two to three game suspension that fits. Therefore that's why the decision is going to be sort of what I would call all or nothing. He's either culpable, which means we have to cut ties or he's not culpable and we're, and we're going on here. And, and, and that, that to me, and I'm guessing, I'm guessing I'm not in the room. I'm just putting myself in the room part as a, as a, fan and supporter and knowing some of the facts as I do. And as a former attorney, I'm putting myself in that room and about, okay, what was the decision? What was the talk in the room? A lot of it had to do with that. How can we, sus- you're going to suspend him for a game, which is the same punishment. We, we don't know. Coach Oaks doesn't talk about who's suspended and who's hurt. That's a t- common coach thing. A player might be suspended, but you don't want to throw him under the bus. So he, well, he tweaked his hamstring. So he sat out, but, but really what happened is he, he was late for, for meetings or missed class. So we suspended him, you know, um, you can't give Brandon the same suspension, the same light suspension that you give for extremely minor offenses. So yeah, I, I think that's a big part of this too, that people don't get, they never will get that. They just want their, their pound of flesh.
0: Jimmy, let's take a break. Um, we're just going to keep talking about this, and and hopefully eventually we can get back to some serious basketball talk. I don't know when that will be, but we will get there. So, Jimmy, one thing in the latest Goodman article on AL.com, and, again, I know a lot of Alabamas don't, don't don't like Goodman. I don't either. He's, he's He really goes out of his way to to almost be a fine bomb junior in a way. Um, he loves to take shots at, at Auburn every chance he gets, at Alabama every chance he gets. And so be it. I mean, I, I get it. Everybody's got to make a living. We don't have to click on it. I mean, it's up to us if we want to get mad. We know when he writes something, we're going to get mad. But one thing that was said, was said in there by one of the family members that I found interesting and I agreed with, he said it bothered him that Coach Oates had called Ray Lewis for advice and hasn't called the, the mother of Jamia Harris or maybe any of the other family members. I get that. I understand that. I I would have hoped that Coach Oates would have called the family. And not in a, hey, I just want you all to know Brandon's innocent th- way. But just in a, hey, my, my condolences to you all. And if they want to unleash verbally on him, maybe you sit there and just listen to it because that's just a way of healing. You don't come back with, well, he didn't do anything. Sometimes you don't need to give – the the reasons that they're wrong. Sometimes you just need to let people vent. Maybe that could have been done. Maybe that could have been done and should have been done. Um, In fact, I will say it should have been done, not maybe. Um, And again, though, this is unprecedented. This is is uncharted water. I mean, we all got to figure out how to navigate this in the moment. And man, the other narrative out there, by the way, that the university was covering up the fact that Brandon Miller and Jane Bradley were at the scene
1: is totally false. Jimmy, we talked about you know, them being. We've talked about, it, we've talked about it on the show since January that, that Brandon because Miller even, and Jane Bradley were, 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 were questioned. we questioned. Yeah. We, we, we talked so, about it. It's not new.
0: Again, some people just want to, uh, for Brandon Miller to, to, to pay a price for something, He really didn't do it. Again, if you want to say he exercised poor judgment by being out late, I think that's about the only thing you can accuse him of. And if that's true, then I think everybody involved was out too late. And again, that's very fair. I'm out too late. I mean, I I mean, I don't go out too late anymore, but I used to. And now I go to bed at eight o'clock. Um,
1: But I live in this town. Everyone's out too late. It is a fact. Everyone is out too late. Everyone should be in bed like us at before before Jimmy Kimmel comes on.
0: Man, but I'll tell you Jimmy, um I I think this it, it, the only thing that's there's nothing nothing good about this. I guess this would just be kind of lucky. You got you got to be care got to be careful with your words here because I mean, somebody did die and um but I'm saying the way this is now, that now that everything has happened in the way that it's unfolded with the schedule coming up for Alabama I think it was good for Brandon Miller to play on the road first and not play in, like, Neville Arena at Auburn, where people probably would have, you know, held up pictures of Jamea Harris or had, you know, held up some other stuff that would really be a lot um, or the O-Dome or wherever. I'm not trying to make fun of those fans. I think that's just what fans do. They try to distract players. I'm not trying to say anything bad about those fans. But they played at South Carolina, which was – one-fourth capacity last night, maybe. Oh, really? I thought it was packed. No. I I saw lots of
1: MTC. Maybe half full, maybe? I don't know. I I don't know. Mm. I thought it was packed. I do know this. An Alabama fan was ejected uh, from the game, and and it's easy to imagine that whatever fan was ejected had heard enough and lashed out, and then you eject the Alabama fan for responding to what was no doubt some pretty brutal stuff from the student section. Yeah, you're and gonna again, get that anywhere. You're gonna get that anywhere. The good news for Brandon is I don't think Alabama's only got one more road game. I I don't think Brandon will get it in the postseason to the degree he's getting no, it agree, or, or, agree. or at a and M. It'll still be out there, but the the more neutral site postseason games, I I, I don't think it's gonna be quite as bad. But how he put it all aside and scored 41. It's, it's to me one of the great performances, not just in Alabama basketball history. To me, it's number one. But one of the great performances in uh, Alabama athletics history, really.
0: And look, and, and again, I want to be clear. While we can all agree that fans can be classless from every, sometimes when they chant things like they chanted last night at South Carolina, I also get it. I get why they did it and our fans would have done the same thing to somebody else, you know? Um, So I'm not, I'm not even mad that, I mean, a lot of Alabama fans were mad. They were chanting guilty or lock him up or whatever. And while I disagree with what they were doing, they're students and I get it. That's, that's the home court advantage. Right. Um, But my point was because South Carolina wasn't full and because South Carolina is not very good, I think it worked out because, you know, he he went off. He did his thing, and the team was rest of the team was mentally checked out. And now he comes home to Arkansas. And I tweeted this last night. Look, it's it's kind of Brandon Miller against the world right now. And so Alabama fans, um, you know, I think when they announce his name at Coleman Coliseum, I think the roof's gonna come off that place again. A lot of people aren't going to agree with that. They're not gonna they're not gonna understand. They're gonna want him to fry, and I don't think that's fair at all. I think it's. Is, is such a quick judgment um but that's what it is and so I think the roof's gonna come off that place when Brandon Miller's announced Saturday um and then of course they play Auburn Wednesday at home so he's got two home games to get resettled get the team resettled and then they go to A&M and Alabama could already have clinched that the outright or at least a tie for the title um and then you probably go to you go to Nashville which again is Brandon Miller's hometown and then you go to uh you you go to Birmingham probably and play in the first round. So, I mean, I think things will ease up on him a little bit, but the story won't stop. You know, no. and maybe Jimmy, you tell me you're a lawyer. I've talked yeah. way too much to this podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would love to hear Brandon Miller give his side of the story. I don't think we'll ever get to hear it firsthand. What do you think?
1: Uh no. Uh I, as a lawyer, I would advise Brandon not to talk about an, uh, if asked by the media, if he's, if anyone asked him a question, I would advise him, uh, to, to remind everyone that there is an ongoing criminal investigation and he's not allowed to comment, uh, because it's an ongoing investigation until the Darius miles trial is over, which is a year or so away. Uh, so I, I don't think he should, uh, there's no way to win. I think his his lawyer has put out a very thorough statement. Uh, I, I don't know that there will ever be another one, but I think that was Brandon speaking. Uh, maybe when all of this is over, he'll have stuff to say. But if I was him, see, because one one thing, even though the police, he hasn't been charged, the DA's office hasn't charged him, and I don't think there's anything they can charge him with, he's still, I guess you could say, eligible to be charged. So for that reason alone, even though it's the smallest It's just not even with all this public pressure, it's not going to happen. But at the same time, you don't want to like that's why I said earlier about his attorney putting out that statement. You can't put out statements that aren't factual because that will bite you. Uh, It's for that reason that it's just best if Brandon stays quiet. There is an ongoing investigation, which is why Nate Oates has not contacted the family. And let's all remember this. The final point to make, because I know we're running out of time. There hasn't been a trial yet that found Darius Miles or his cousin guilty. That has not happened. And I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying I'm not asking for for fair. Obviously, they made major mistakes regardless of the outcome of of, of what happens in that hearing. They made really huge mistakes. Uh, But let's see the outcome of this trial before we, you know, castigate anyone, including Brandon because they're alleging self-defense in the event it happens that a jury or judge rules that they were acting in self-defense and they're just let go and and not convicted are we all going to revisit this then and 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 apologize to brandon you know i i I bet we don't No, we i mean that's not happening even when even if that happened, I don't know what's going to happen. And, and, and its public seems to know what's going to happen in that trial. I don't know what's going to happen in that trial. I don't know all the evidence. And the, the hearing, uh, by the way, the, the hearing that, that has happened has nothing to do with the guilt or innocence by uh, of the parties. It was about, is there a probable cause? That's not, are they guilty beyond a reasonable doubt? That's the trial. That's a year away.
0: I mean, it's, it's tough to talk about it. I wish that um, we didn't have to, I feel like we do have to, we do a locked on Bama podcast and um, this is a big part of Alabama right now. And there are a lot of people um, upset with the leadership. There's some folks who wonder, Hey, what exactly could have should have or could have been done differently. I don't, I don't know that anything should have been done differently. I'm, I'm pro Brandon Miller playing, not because he's good at basketball, but because I, I don't think he did anything necessarily wrong. And again, um, I understand some people want to twist this and that they'll, they'll say that I'm, I'm off my rocker, but mm-hmm. I, I, just for what I've read what I've seen, I just, I just can't see it. If something else comes out, i I'm willing to change my mind. Um, but Jimmy, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, kind of a tough episode. Uh, usually got more levity involved. Um, but uh, all right, buddy, we will talk maybe tomorrow. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if anything else comes out. Every time we put a podcast out, there's a whole bunch of new news. So we'll see what happens. You know? Maybe Nick Saban will retire. That'd be wonderful. We'll do it. We'll do an immediate reaction if that happens. That's um,
1: that show will be full of levity.
0: <laughs> that would be full of Luke crying. Uh, all right. All right, buddy. We'll talk again soon. Until then, roll time, everybody.
1: Roll time.